Hey everybody, welcome back to Made New Ministry Podcast. This is Sharon, and I'm so glad you stopped in for a visit today. And I wanted to share with you that I have been at beautiful Garden City Beach, South Carolina, all week with my family and extended family, and we've just had a wonderful week. And as I've walked on the beach and looked at God's beautiful creation of the ocean, uh, I began to pray and think about what the podcast message would be this week. And as I looked out into the water, I began thinking about um, the message from Luke chapter 5, starting with verse 1, and it would be verses 1 through 11, about going deep, out into deep water. Because you know, as you stand on the shore and you look out at that vast amount of ocean, it's just incredible. And so I wanted to um, for us to look at this passage of Scripture. So if you have your Bible, pull it out. Um, sit down, get comfortable, and let's look at verses 1 through 11 and see how Jesus calls us to go deep into deep water. So here we go. Chapter 5, verse 1. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, or it's also known as the Sea of Galilee, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left, left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. I want to stop right here just a minute. I want to talk about this process of going deep because uh, Jesus didn't just call Simon out and tell him to go out to the deep water right from the get-go, right? Let's back up a little bit and let's look at this process that began with the people were crowding around Jesus and listening to the Word of God. Before you can actually go deep, you've got to start listening. (laughs) Listening to the Word of God. That may mean uh, going to a church service on Sundays. That might mean uh, pulling up a a favorite podcast and listening to His Word. It might mean listening to a, a Bible teacher on the radio. But whatever step that is for you, if you've not been listening to the Word of God, That's going deep for you, and you can get started today on that. As a matter of fact, you are, because you're here today listening to this podcast. So the first step in going deep is to listen to the Word of God. Just start out by listening to the Word of God. And then it says that Jesus, um, as the people crowded around and were at the water's edge, Jesus sat down in a boat, and then he began to teach the people from the boat. So the second step in going deep with Jesus is to allow Jesus to teach you, which to me speaks to Bible study. Uh, Whatever way that you can get plugged into a small group Bible study, do that. Uh, That may be your going deep step. Uh, Maybe you've been listening. Maybe you've been going to church. Maybe you've been listening to podcasts, but now... Coming into fall, there's incredible opportunities for you to take a step further 
into the deep water for you and get involved in a Bible study. It could be a short-term Bible study. You could really be brave and get into a long-term Bible study that lasts from September to May. Um, that's a really big step for some people, but just get plugged into a Bible study because that's how you allow Jesus to now teach you. Jesus sat down in the boat and taught the people from the boat. That's your second step in going deep. The third step is this. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon in particular, he said, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. This is so interesting because Peter was one of his disciples, right? Peter was one of his disciples and he knew Jesus. He had been with Jesus. Um, he had been walking with Jesus, and but he was still fishing because he says, he says, sir, uh, master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Well, they had worked hard all night, but without Jesus. They were not throwing their nets out, so to speak, where Jesus had asked them to. So now Jesus is telling them where to put out, where to go deeper, and to put out, to let down their nets for a catch where he calls them to. So this is your third step. Number one, you've been listening. Number two, now you've been involved in some Bible study. And guess what? Now, number three, Jesus is going to call you to take a step further and to get out and to put his word in action. Because when Jesus tells Simon to let down the nets for a catch, to me, this speaks to use what you have to catch fish, right? He had nets. Put down the net to catch fish. If you've been listening to the Word of God and you've been in Bible study, you are now equipped to go fishing. You are now equipped to step out into deeper water and start to go fishing, right? Because in James chapter 3, in James chapter 3, verse 13, excuse me, back it up, sorry, in James chapter 2, in James chapter 2, Verse 22, it says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. So after a time, you, you, not, you not only just listen, but now you put it into action. Now you go out a step further, your third step of going deep. And we put our, uh, what we've learned through our Bible study into action. Well, you may say, well, Sharon, what in the world does that mean? Well, you got to listen. You got to listen to where Jesus tells you to go. And you'll know if you're listening and you're in Bible study and you're in prayer and you're asking God, where do I go to let down my net? Where do I take a step deeper? It may be, um, it may be within your own church. It may be within a Sunday school class. It may be at a homeless shelter. It may be uh, in prison ministry. It's going to be somewhere, though, that God has equipped you to go. He has equipped you. If you've been in Bible study and you've been in prayer, you may not think you're ready, but you are. Because it's time to take a step deeper. We can't stay in one place. We're not going to catch any fish. We're not going to catch any fish. And that is the whole point. God is making us fishers of men through Jesus. 
Jesus has taught us what to do to take the word of God to people and to tell them that they've been forgiven of any sin. If they repent of their sin, that they're forgiven of that sin and that Jesus loves them so much that he died for them. That basic message of letting people know that they can start over, that they can be made new. That's what you're going to be called to do. Now, where you go is up to Jesus. Don't, don't do as Simon did, as he talked about here uh, in Luke chapter 5. He said they had been working hard all night, and they hadn't caught a thing. Well, guess what? Maybe you've been trying to fish. Maybe you've been trying to step out, but just, you haven't really checked with God about where you need to put out your net. So for you, it's time to pray and truly ask God, where is it he wants you to let out your net? Where is it he's called you to go deep? Because otherwise, you're going to work hard and you can't catch nothing. You're just not going to catch anything, which means you're not going to be sharing the gospel and bearing fruit. Okay? So it's really important. Now, I'm the last one to preach about this because I'm the first one to jump out there and just go do. I love to just go and serve. I love to go on mission trips. I love to just get out there and get involved. But as my sweet husband, Dean, has reminded me, well, slow down, Sharon, and make sure this is where God has called you to go. He often slows me down, prays for me with it, prays with me about it, and then I, I strongly believe he has a gift of discernment, and I trust it, um, and I trust him as a godly husband to pray about it and then come back with me and say, yes, I believe that is where God's calling you to, to go, or I believe that if it's your, your heart that strongly that, yes, that's where you're to go, and then, I tend, then I'll move forward. But it is something we pray about together. He has to hold me back some because I'll work really hard at something and not bear not one piece of fruit. I've done it over and over again because I haven't stopped first and asked God, is this where you want me to go? Is this what you want me to do? And listen, if you don't get the go-ahead, then you might want to just wait. It's okay to wait and it's okay to say no. It's okay to say, no, I can't do that right now. Unfortunately, it's not where I feel like God's calling me to go, but you can support them in whatever way you can, uh, but maybe it's not where you're supposed to go throw out your net, uh, if that makes any sense. Um, and that's okay, because there is somebody that God's called to that particular uh, ministry or that particular uh, mission trip. If, he, if he's not calling you, he is calling somebody. They just got to turn their listening gears on, okay? But make sure... The most important thing is you wait until you hear from the Lord. And if it's something that you feel strongly, that that's what God's called you to do. And you may hear it through, um, through a sermon at church. You may hear it confirmed through music on Christian radio. You may hear it confirmed by a friend who comes up and talks to you about something that they don't know you're wrestling with this issue. And they kind of confirm it in what they say to you. Um, you can ask a trusted friend, um, a trusted Christian friend to pray about that with you and for you. And uh, before you step out into deep water, make sure you have someone praying for you and with you about that. But do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to go into deep water. 
He has equipped you. If you've been listening to the word of God, and if you've been in Bible study, you are fully equipped to do what he's called you to do. Well, let's see what happens to Simon. Whatever he does, put out his net where God tells him to. I love this because it didn't make sense to Simon, right? He says, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't called anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. See, it made no sense. Made no sense to Simon. They had literally worked all night trying to catch fish and hadn't caught a thing. They weren't a single fish out there. Didn't make any sense whatsoever for Simon to do this. But he was obedient to what Jesus asked him to do anyway. He says, because you say so, I'll do it. That's when you're going to catch so much fish. And guess what? That's also going to bring God the most glory. Because it didn't make sense from a human standpoint. But from a godly standpoint, then people will now see that God is with you. All right? And God gets the glory. Not you. Not me. Right? It gives God all the glory. I love this. So Simon took that leap of faith. He said, because you say so. He would be obedient. He will let down the nets. Well, let's see what happens. Verse 6. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. They were catching so much fish that it was sinking two boats. That's a lot of fish when they had just tried the night before and had not caught a single fish. So being obedient to where Jesus calls you to go into deep water that makes no sense will fill your boat so full of fish that it begins to sink or overflow. In, in, in today's word, you will bear fruit, all right? You will um, touch many people. You will share the gospel with many people and they will come to believe. Okay. You will see people rejoice over your word that you share with them. It will be a blessing to them. Whatever you trust where and when God calls you to go fishing. Okay. So when they did this and they saw both boats full of fish, verse eight says, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. So here's a group of fishermen. This was their profession. This is what they did every day. They had been doing it in their adulthood. And the night before caught nothing. And now suddenly, miraculously, because Jesus told them where to throw out their nets, At that particular time, they were overflowing with blessings, right? They were overflowing with these fish that they had caught. And they knew they were in the presence of God. They knew that they were in the presence of God and the Son of God. And this is why Simon Peter said, go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man because God cannot be in the presence of sin. That's why he gave us his son, Jesus, right? That's why Jesus is our mediator. That's why through the blood of Christ, we will go to heaven someday. Whenever you repent and believe and have a relationship with Jesus, you now can be in the presence of God because of Jesus. 
And they were so overwhelmed at being in the presence of God as they were seeing this miracle. They were humbled. They were totally humbled and brought to their knees. And you know the scripture that says that every knee shall bow, right? Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, right? That Jesus is the Son of God someday, that every knee will bow. And we will be in the presence of God. But when we've had relationship with Jesus here on earth, we will be welcomed into heaven, right? Through Jesus. And so it goes on to say then, um, it goes on to say, then Jesus said to Simon, I love this. I love this. Jesus says to Simon, don't be afraid. <laughs> don't you love that Jesus can just read our hearts? He knows what's on our mind. He knows what's on our hearts. And the first thing he says to Simon, whenever, um, whenever he is taken aback, when he's astonished, when he's overwhelmed, and even when he's fearful, evidently, Jesus says, don't be afraid. And then he gives him his assignment. He says, from now on, you will fish for people. He gives him this new, um, this new sense of purpose, this new um, purpose in life, this new way to catch fish was that they would actually be fishing for people. I love that. He takes what Simon was already comfortable with, what he, what he already knew, and he applied it to what he was calling him to do from this point forward, to be a fisherman of people. And then in verse 11, it says, so they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Wow, that's a big step. That's going into deep water. But you see, it's a process. Jesus doesn't necessarily tell you today to drop everything and follow him, right? What happened first? People were listening to the word of God. And then people were being taught by Jesus. Then Jesus told them to stay, take a step out into deep water and to let down their nets for catch. He gave them uh, an assignment to do that when they were obedient to that, they saw it bear fruit. They saw it be successful. They saw it bring glory to God. And once they saw that and were convinced of who Jesus was, then Jesus said, okay, now here is the big step into deep water. From now on, you will be a fisherman of people. You will go out and share the word of God with people. You will tell them about how much I love them, and they will come into the family of, of Jesus. They will come into the family. They will be made new. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? You will become this ambassador for Christ, where you are sharing the word of God with others. But don't be intimidated by this. Don't be worried about this. That Jesus is going to, you're going to say, okay, I'm ready. And he's going to call you to pack your bag and go to Africa. Now he might do that at one point. That's what he did for me. But remember, it was years later during my walk that God called me and made a way for me to go to Africa. Um, it wasn't until after I had been on a couple of short-term mission trips to Costa Rica. I had been on a mission trip to um, to excuse me, to, um, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank right here in front of you guys. Um, has that ever happened to you? I've been on several short-term mission trips, um, and, and then the day came, and I had continued in listening to God. I had continued in Bible study, 
and I can continue doing things that God asked me to do and were successful at those things. And so I knew how to recognize God's voice and I knew to trust that voice to lead me even when it didn't make sense. Okay. And so it is a process. Um, it's kind of like when Dean and I first started going to Sunday school, it was so funny as I look back at this process, when we first started going to Sunday school at church, uh, at Wednesday United Methodist Church, our, um, our Sunday school class was called Great Expectations because we were all new believers and we were studying the Bible for the very first time. In fact, we read a children's Bible for the whole first year so that we would understand Bible stories better. We seriously, as a class, as an adult class, read a Golden Honey, <clears throat> excuse me, children's Bible so we'd understand. That was in our Great Expectations Bible study um, group, Sunday school class. Then our class morphed into this class called Purpose Seekers because we were then um, seeking our purpose in God's kingdom, per seeking our purpose as a Christian and where God was going to call us and what he was going to ask us to do. And now Dana and I are leading a class called Doers of the Word because now we have um, studied God's word. We've listened. We've listened to God's word, and now we we try our very best to put that those words into action, as God calls us to, and where He calls us to. You can't do everything, right? You're not supposed to, but God does call you to to some particular area of ministry, and it may change this year to next year. <coughs> Excuse me, friends. It may change, but the most important thing is that you're listening to where God calls you to go deep. And you may be a seasoned Christian and you have been walking along with Jesus for 20 years, 30 years. But guess what? There's still deep water out there. There's still deep water for you to explore. Do not give up going deeper than you've already been or going somewhere new where God tells you to cast out your net. And for those of you who are new believers or you're maybe you're just um, you just started um, listening to this podcast or or other podcasts where you're listening to the word of God, pray about a Bible study. Pray about where you are to get plugged in to some form of Bible study. And then when God then when God puts that before you, Pray and ask him to give you eyes to see and ears to hear so that you know where to get plugged in. And then just do it and ask God <clears throat> to open your heart and your mind to understand his word as you study it. That's important too. Ask him, ask him to help you understand what you're reading. Take notes. Use a highlighter. Be prepared to, to write in a journal what God opens up to you. And, and do a whole year of Bible study if you need be several Bible studies, and then be listening to where God may call you to go next to put out into deep water. But wait for him to tell you where that's going to be. And friends, there is nothing better. There is nothing better than being in God's will, going where he has called you to go, where he has equipped you to share his word with others in some way, shape, or form, and providing for that group of people as he's called you to, to see the joy on people's faces. And it may just be one person 
in that group that you reach, but that's that one person that you were meant to reach. Like the woman at the well, when Jesus said he had to go through Samaria that day because that one woman was going to be coming to the well and he had to reach her that day. When he reached her at that well and he shared living water with her, that one woman went back to her community and shared it with them. They all came out then and listened to Jesus and believed. You may only touch one person wherever it is that God has sent you, but that one person will then share it with others. It's this ripple effect, but you've got to get out there. You've got to take a step into the deep water and you've got to cast out your net. Well, friends, I pray that you've had a wonderful week. I certainly have uh, sitting on the beach and looking out onto the beautiful ocean and thinking about God's glory and his, his love for us and how he calls each and every one of us to be fishers of men, women, and children and telling them all about Jesus and how they too can be made new. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey there, welcome to Made New Ministries podcast with Sharon McFadden. Thanks for joining us.